Good morning. It is Monday, December 13th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. The biggest announcement this week is that coming up on Saturday is our first annual Commuter Ministries Christmas Party. This is going to be a time for us to gather together as uh, a podcast and as a ministry and as listeners to enjoy one another and uh, enjoy Christmas. So this Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. here in Cleveland, Ohio, we are having a Christmas party. And anyone who listens to any of our podcasts is invited to come and celebrate with us. All of the hosts of the podcasts that this ministry is a part of, which includes this one, it includes Imperfect Family, it includes Irresistible Grace. They will all be there and we'll be celebrating together. There are plenty of people behind the scenes who are a part of this ministry as well who will be there. So please, if you can, stop by, come, and enjoy one another. All right, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is Malachi chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. And now, O priests, this command is for you. If you will not listen, if you will not take it to heart to give honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, Then I will send the curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Indeed, I have already cursed them, because you do not lay it to heart. Behold, I will rebuke your offspring, and spread dung on your faces, the dung of your offerings, and you shall be taken away with it. So shall you know that I have sent this command to you, that my covenant with Levi may stand, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant with him was one of life and peace, and I gave them to him. It was a covenant of fear, and he feared me. He stood in awe of my name. True instruction was in his mouth, and no wrong was found in his lips. He walked with me in peace and uprightness, and he turned many from iniquity. For the lips of a priest shall guard knowledge, and people should seek instruction from his mouth, for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. But you have turned aside from the way. You have caused many to stumble by your instruction. You have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says the Lord of hosts. And so, I make you despised and abased before all people, inasmuch as you do not keep my ways, but show partiality in your instruction. Let's pray together. Our God in heaven, as we begin this week and begin this Monday, Lord, we do it with eagerness, knowing that you have given us another day to rejoice and be glad in. Today is an opportunity to be a worshiper of you, to be a benefactor of your grace. And God, help us to look at it this way today. Lord, as we look at this passage in Malachi, won't you be with us and speak to us by your Spirit? Amen. Well, we are in the second part of the second disputation in the book of Malachi. If you weren't with us last week, Malachi is split into six disputations, six back and forth conversations between the Lord and his people. In this second disputation, the Lord is talking to the priests of Israel. And as we can tell from our passage today, he is not happy. He's not happy because the covenant that he set out with Levi The covenant that said that Levi will be both the one who keeps the temple pure and protected and the one who passes on truth to God's people, these people will enjoy peace and uprightness as long as they maintain the position that the Lord has given them. But here, after all the reforms that Nehemiah has done and Ezra has brought, God's people, especially the priests, are not following through on this covenant. And so in order to keep the covenant with Levi, the Lord is going to despise the priests of Israel. In our passage, we find out exactly what these priests are doing that is so rejected by our God. There are four things. Number one, we find out in verse 8, 
that they've turned aside from the way, meaning they've turned aside from God completely in the ways that they're supposed to be doing. We saw in our last passage on Friday that they're offering sacrifices that are not the first fruits, not the, the best that they can possibly give. They're withholding all of that for themselves and giving God the, well, the leftovers. Secondly, we find out that they've caused many of God's people to stumble in instruction, meaning many of God's people are listening to these priests still, because after all, these are the ones that the people are supposed to look to for these specific things, and they're being led astray by these priests. Thirdly, they have corrupted the covenant of the Lord. This is a common theme throughout all of the Old Testament, and any time a covenant between God and his people is corrupted, well, the Lord burns with anger. Finally, as we find out at the end of verse 9, these priests have been showing partiality in their instruction, meaning they've been giving special preference probably to the wealthier people in Israel. This is the kind of corruption we've seen before from the priests in Israel, and well, it's reading into the text a little bit, but we could probably assume that this is at least part of the problem with the partiality that they're showing to God's people. My friends, this is our Advent series, and so as we look at this passage, how do we draw a bridge from this to Christ? And the answer is easy. We see that Christ comes, and as Hebrews tells us over and over and over again, he is the perfect high priest. He will not lead his people astray. He will not corrupt the covenant of God. He will not show partiality. Thank goodness that he doesn't. And he surely won't turn away from the ways of God. My friends, as we go about our Monday today, and we think about this passage here in Malachi, won't we see how it points forward to Christ? Secondly, there's at least another application that we can pull out of this. And that's one that we've seen in Zechariah. That the calling to be a minister of God's people is a very high calling. In Zechariah, we talked specifically to pastors and priests. But this time, let's talk about how we can support our pastors and priests and our religious Christian leaders. My friends, we should be praying for them. We should be looking out for them, supporting them. We should be praying specifically for their perseverance in the ministry. We should be praying for their protection from spiritual warfare and their own sin and rebellion and unbelief. And we should be praying for their ministry in general, that they stay faithful, that they lash themselves continually to the mast of God's word and preach it and proclaim it to God's people faithfully for a long, long time. My friends, as we go today, won't we be praying through this passage, especially for our pastors and priests? On Mondays, we always pray for global missions. Today, Let's pray for the ministries in the Asian Pacific Rim. Let's pray together. Our God in heaven, Lord, as we go into our Monday and we begin our day now, our week, Lord, we look at this passage and we see how it points forward to Christ. And Lord, it just draws us into worship and devotion for who Jesus is. That he's perfect. He will not fail us. He will be a shepherd and a priest who will represent us well to God. He will not lead us astray. God, so many of our religious leaders have led us astray. So many have broken from your covenant and shipwrecked their faith. And God, we look to Jesus as the only perfect priest. Lord, we pray for our spiritual leaders, those elders that you have given to us to have authority over us in the church. We pray for them. We pray for their protection from sin. We ask that you help them to be faithful and keep the faith Help them to proclaim the gospel faithfully for the rest of their lives. 
Lord, as we go today on this Monday, we want to pray for the Asian Pacific Rim peoples, all those many, many islands there in Southeast Asia, a part of the world that is just overrun with Islam. And God, we're not shy to pray for an end to this false worship. Lord, we pray for the confusion. We pray for the darkness of this land to lift and for your bright hope and light of the gospel to pierce through it. God, help them to see that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life and help all the missionaries serving there to proclaim the gospel with love and care and patience, sowing seed into the field of these Asian Pacific peoples. God, won't you call your people out from the Asian Pacific Rim? We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.